<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. know what's going on here i literally have no idea help <laughs> we're, we're 20 whatever <laughs> hi hey hello and welcome back to 20 whatever and welcome to the new year yes. this is our first episode yes 2024 baby Ooh. we're here i feel like we've kind of been saying 2024 a lot longer like i i definitely don't find this one like hard to remember yeah you know like when the new year starts you're like oh yeah 2020 you're like oh no no no, sorry it's 2021 i definitely agree because i feel like i already started dating my things 2024 like i'm already there and 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 maybe because it'd be going too quickly and i'm already planning for that stuff yeah maybe we're already like planning into the year so we're already like writing 2020 i feel like i re- we were on the phone recently trying to do some like dates for podcasts and i was like oh my god my date my calendar doesn't even go that far like oh, i was yes. trying to go in my literal yes. physical diary to like go and write it down and i was like oh shit because the year is over right yeah right it ends in december yeah right so it so it ended yeah right. yeah yeah so it's I, over <laughs> i do agree about like 2024 just it, it feels like we're really there mm-hmm. however i did fill out a check yesterday and write 2012 oh, as the oh. date don't maybe be, maybe because you were writing a check, right? Because that's what is this? Twenty twelve. Exactly. You're like, this seems right. <laughs> Let I me was date like, this. Yeah. Where? Why did my brain go? Twenty twelve. Remember when we thought the world was going to end in twenty twelve? Yes. Remember the movie twenty <gasps> twelve? Have I told you? Have I told the podcast about my story about twenty twelve? No. no. I sh- I'm like, is this how we're going to kick off the podcast? Absolutely. What happened Cause in twenty twelve? It's a little spicy. Oh, well, my face. So I- in like. <laughs> 2000 I think it was like New Year's Eve like 2009 or 2010 I was like 13 or 14 and we were like up super late you know me and my friends we had a sleepover right and it was when like the conversation around like oh in a couple years like 2012 the world's gonna end right and we were having that like moment of like but do you guys think it really will? Right. Like right. you were like, haha, and then you were like, wait, guys, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, right, 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 right. <laughs> ha ha ha, but but <laughs> between us. And then it got really quiet. Oh. And one of the girls goes, I don't want to die a virgin. <gasps> right. Right, but, though. But and, right. Right. And we were all like, <laughs> saying, Yeah. I because we were all virgins at the time. Right. right. You were like, and we're like 14. Yeah. We're like 14. And we're like, yeah, you know, I'm not like ready to have sex now, but like right. I definitely don't want to die a virgin. Right. right. So we made right. a pact. Right. And we called it GLB 2012, get laid by 2012. And we would mm-hmm. write it on mm-hmm. our hands at school. 
you know, like on our like on our pump. I feel like I now I'm vaguely remembering. I just remember now she's mentioning. I think about the pact, the, but yes. I didn't know it was yes. because you didn't want to die. Yes. In, 2012. in 2012, yeah, okay. that is so. so funny. We would write on our hands GLB 2012, and like the boys would be like, "What does that mean?" Like girls, like boys 2012, like right. this, okay. this, this. Right. Like, we can't tell you. Stop. So like you know that friend group there there was never like any big falling out, but you know people fade and 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 right. spread apart when you get to high school. I was still close with some of the girls. And on New Year's Eve 2012, I remember one of the girls tweeted and tagged all of us and was like, so <laughs> who I'm made screaming, it? I'm screaming. And we were all like weighing in on like, right. <laughs> who made it? I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's I so really iconic. Do. And it's so real. And God, I love that feeling so of like real. those little packs. And you know, like back yeah, in the day, yeah. that was like such a thing, like the American Pie movies. Like they were like, right. we will do it before this summer. Like right. if we And do- also like, if we don't get married, we'll just marry each other. Yeah. Oh, like you like and like your friends. neighbor Wait, or something. Question. Yeah, totally. Did you, did you guys have someone that you made a pact with? If you guys reached a certain age, you guys would marry each other? No, I no. didn't. I, I didn't. did. Did you? I oh. did. I had a friend, Kevin Baca. I literally <laughs> still friends with him. And we went to school our whole lives together. And we just like always were together. And we're like, right. man, when we're, if we're not like finding anyone, like this, right. it's tough out here. We're in middle school, by the way, discussing right. this in middle school, how right. tough it is out yeah. here. <laughs> right. And we're like, okay, fine, fine, fine. If we reach 25 because oh my god because also also 25 god if we are not married and there's like no prospects we will like be we will be together and it'll work out because our families already love each other great and he's like perfect amazing girl we got to 25 and we're looking at each other like um no we can't what time how did we think that 25 was so much older so old i remember thinking like okay by like 23 i'm gonna like get married and then i'm gonna have 12 kids also when i was on that (laughs) by like this age this time delusion straight up also 25 so young so young i'm like maybe like 40 yeah when when there's no prospect like when i'm like okay i've been out here for I'm ready to settle 30, down. 20 years, 30 years. And yeah. I, you know, what's hard out here? I know myself. 25. 25. No. That's what we gave. That's what we gave ourselves. We didn't even give ourselves Thank 30. God there was no prospect. 25. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was 25. <laughs> was like, and, and I remember I was actually in a relationship and I do remember like my mom being like, oh, well, you got to tell your friend Kevin that right. you can't marry him. And right. I was like, oh girl, I feel like I wish that like, how old, I imagine, how old are you in middle school? Like, is that 15? Ele- no, 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 no. 11, Younger. 12, 13. So I guess at 13, young me still believed like you would be married and have kids and like by, by 25. Right, yeah. right. Oh boy, life is not linear like that, mamacita. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> literally. It's like, I don't know. And I feel like unless our families, if we're just like watching our families and like thinking that's just like how it goes, I low-key feel like we kind of just make that up a little bit like yeah obviously we're taking in all information from our parents right we see our families a tv or whatever but like i guarantee nobody was like yeah by 25 you should have this but in my head it was like Mm -hmm. 25 no one told me that number we didn't we just made that up we we were we were just sitting there like hmm and i remember like we were in middle school classroom and we were like yeah that's like too late that's like, like yeah that's like last 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 resort resort. we literally were like last resort like (laughs) okay Oh my gosh. I'm like, my life started at 25. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, the full frontal lobe came in strong. And I was right. like, wow. You expected yourself to have all that done before your prefrontal cortex was fully developed? Right. Which question, imagine, like, what's crazy is like, I feel like you make some like big decisions before then and you're like, oh, right. oh man, that's crazy. Right. I didn't even have all my decision skills. My, what is right. the frontal cortex? Des- decision making skills? Yeah. 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 I mean, and- as someone who did get married young, 
I feel like I kind of lucked out. I'm like, wow, I picked a good one. Oh my, my brain might not have been fully developed. No, tea. but that's tea. Lucked out. That is tea. Do you think like because you made those decisions? early that you would just make them differently like do you think like even like planning your wedding would have been a little bit different if you did it now totally Mm. totally and it's funny looking back because I don't at all regret getting married at 21 but I think I like I I, when I look back at it I'm like I I was kind of in a hurry like why was Mm. I Mm. like like to get married yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and I we would have still ended up married like right we're very very happy together but it's like did like at 21 like wow that's young I felt like I was so old and so established and I was Mm -hmm. ready and you know we were at a good place in our lives but now I mean we're gonna have our seventh wedding anniversary this year oh my gosh that's crazy (laughs) yeah that's that's a long time we got married in 2017 wait how old were you when you got married 21 21 yeah and I was 21 19 no I was just 20 when we got engaged I was like I just turned 20 wow and I'm like Dang, I that's, was... That's young. Yeah, and I'm like, I could have made a bad decision. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that happens. That happens. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah. I mean, and as life we know is not linear, we'd be like... Right. I mean, you could marry somebody at 40 and like yeah. also yeah. not get it. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and still mess it up too. Yeah. But it's like, it is crazy that we do like have all these... Even like going to college and like getting thousands and thousands of dollars into debt at a young age too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, I feel like so much stuff happens when you're like so young that yeah. you just like have to deal with yes. like those decisions like after. Yeah. And you're you, like, cool. I'm so glad I did that when I was 18. Awesome. Which <laughs> you're really expected to set up your life forever. For right. sure. Decide right. what you want to do forever when mm-hmm. you're like 18. Right. <laughs> right. Like that's wild. We are like, what, what career do you want to do? What this, what that? And even religion. I, I remember like mm-hmm. confirming into a religion before I was even like 16. Right. Yeah. Me now, like different. Don't like. Right. It's well, just you've like, had to, like if you did it now, you would at least like understand. Had, understand. Did your research? Wasn't influenced by somebody? Like there's I so think much. That, that's the the piece. Is just like obviously the older you get, the more information you n- learn and the more right. info you get, and you're just right. like, I just can make more better decisions. And by 15, I feel like you just have not lived enough life to make a decision that you would make if you had more experience. Right. Obviously, but you only know how much you know. (laughs) Right, right. That's like the kicker, where you're just like, why didn't I know this? And you're like, because you, how would you know? Yeah, because you hadn't experienced it yet. Right. We, we, no, no. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We just, Just, we just, we were just talking about this. Because we were talking about how like the effort of like doing Vlogmas and how like doing something, there's so much that you can like say, oh, like, oh, I'll do it this way. But there's a thing of saying it and of doing it. Right. And once you actually picture life, you can picture it. But then once you start living it and you're doing it, Mm -hmm. it's different. And to compare it smallly to Vlogmas. Right. Where it was like, that was something that I had to do every single day. Right. Right, And it taught me, sometimes I wasn't happy at at, like the outcome of every single day video, but I was like, I learned so much valuable things Mm -hmm. from every single day that I can apply to the future. And I was like, Paloma, that's so obvious. Like, obviously, if you do something more, the more you practice, the more better you get at it. Right. So why am I skipping all that and just being like, why don't I? Why isn't it just doing the thing? Literally me. I was like thinking about like what I could do differently. I was like, God, I wish I would have done this because this would have been easier if I would have if I would have pre-filmed more, if I would have like planned more, if I would have done all this stuff. And it's like 
you've never done this. Yeah. How would you how know? would you know what you should have done? And, now, you know, because you, you did it and you applied <laughs> what you learned last year. And that's what we were right. saying. We were like, yeah. you it's not like this year you were like, oh, I'm just going to no. you even went in this right, year being like, like, I'm going to do this. And right. both of us, we were all planning like, yep. But then at the end of it, or in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I actually could have done things differently. Right. And that's just... Life. Yeah. Being in your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, I could have done that. Totally. Yeah. Life in your 20s. Life in your 20s be like, um, I wish I would have known, but then you have to do the thing. You know? You know? If you relate at all, or if you're into the 20s content, be sure to subscribe. We'll be here every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. We're here on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Find us everywhere. Follow us because... We got more 20s relatable content coming your way. Ooh. That was the first of many times of us telling you to subscribe for the year. Yep. <laughs> Woo! Woo! And as I've been practicing telling the subscribers to subscribe, right. I've gotten better and not fucked up. And yeah, saying right. 100. <laughs> right. But, but for so long, that was like weighing on me where I was like, I'm scared to like do the call to, to say, action. Yeah. That's so silly. Like, right. you know, but because like, now you've done it and now you're like, yes. Right. And, and, and like in your mind, you're like, Oh, just say it. And then you get there and you're like, wait, Hold I don't on. know how. And it's with practice. And that's the tough lesson mm-hmm. that I've had to learn. But yep. because you can just picture it in your mind, it's so much easier to be like, Oh, well then I'll do this and I'll do that. Right. And, blah, blah, blah. and like in theory, in the- I was literally about to be like, it's all in theory, theoretical. Mm-hmm. all theoretical. Until- so, Until it's reality. Not to, again, draw, like, an, uh, an equivalence that makes maybe no sense, but it does in my brain. As you were explaining all of that, I'm like, that's, like, what having a kid is. It's all theoretical. Oh, right, right. right? Like, Tea. oh, I'm going to be this kind of parent, and right. I'm going to do this. Tea. But you don't know until you do. And then yeah. that's why, at the beginning, everyone's like, oh, my God, I know nothing. I You're so I'm barely, I thought I planned for this and this. Yes. Right. You plan as best as you can, but you only but you know really as much. Know. only know by doing damn right oh and also shit. your kid could be like so different than how you thought they were gonna be too like right. so you're like oh yeah we're gonna go to like the park and do this like every other day and your kid's like i don't do I don't grass like the park. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Yeah. you're like i planned for the park like i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> even like having a second kid i'm like i know how to do everything with grace you know we're in such a good spot i like you know no i know everything that makes her tick right yeah right. yeah yeah this baby is not Grace. That's right. I know how to parent Grace. And so there are some elements of that that I can take into this, but this right. is a whole new it's human whole being. New person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I obviously never thought of that. Uh, right. Because I'm never <laughs> about to brought a life in, but like right. sitting here taking the moment to think like, of like, well, oh my gosh, tea. that is a journey that is so unknown. Oh right. my goodness. Right. Because even personality, like you said, like you Personalities. can- I, you like you maybe like oh I can't wait to like do baseball with them and you're like how do you know your son wants to play baseball right. you know you don't know and and yeah. I feel like it's kind of tough to even think about that those conversations where you're like hey this per- this person's their own person and like right. just because you want them to play baseball maybe they don't so right. like yeah. let's let's start preparing ourselves for if they don't want to play baseball because I'm not gonna try to make make my kid feel bad about not wanting to play baseball even though it right. means everything to me and right. I, and baseball is subbing for musical theater for me because I. <laughs> Right. We'll try to like be like we want to do theater, baby. Oh my god, I want to have so many kids so we can all do theater all the time and just right. do. But what if my kids are like that would be a tragedy, bro. They hate singing. Dude, I'm like, oh go- boy, bye. yeah. But who am I to judge get a new them? One. New kid, <laughs> please. I like that would be so tragic, but also tea. I mean, it's well, and it's so funny because I feel like when, at least for me, when you're imagining having your ki- your a child, your first child, you kind of imagine them being the way that you were, right? Because right. that's what you knew. Right. So I, as a kid, I was like crazy off the walls. I was so loud. I was so outgoing. Grace is a little reserved. 
You know, she can right. be a little shy. She's very like, she's kind of delicate. She mm-hmm. doesn't right. really like to get messy. Whereas I was like rolling in the mud. Mm. And so I'm like, don't you want to like, yeah. Don't you want to like get messy? She's like, she's like mm, wash, wash, wash my hands, please. <laughs> right. Oh, like, yeah. right. You know? And so it's interesting just like learning who that human being is. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you were saying with like, okay, you can want them to do this thing. But you also have to give them space to, like, learn who they are so that you can also learn who they are. Right. Yeah. You know? Ooh, that's good. And, like, also it's such a, like, when they're so young, like, Grace is two and a half, like, they don't really get, there's not that many activities they can do. Right. Like, I don't know if Grace will like musical theater, because the earliest musical theater class I could find starts at four. <laughs> right. So we've got to wait. we got to we got to wait. At least, if, if Grace doesn't like it, at least you can try again. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but here's at the least. thing. I, uh, sidebar, I'm, it's giving Grace totally is, because she loves her, those, like, shows and movies like yes with, right. like she loves the captain america musical like right. there's no, that girl is a musical theater girly yeah 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 <laughs> and she Dude. loves dance oh my gosh i feel like since her dance oh, yeah. recital because we had her dance recital in december oh. she has because she always really liked dance she always liked going to dance class like more than any of the other activities we tried but it was the it was the getting on stage for her that like and again with her being a little shy I I was literally about to be like I would think that she would be a little shy I didn't even know going into it I'm like okay she might not go on stage that's okay she's gonna have fun like you know getting in the costume right and and like being there with everybody yeah being backstage she loved it and she keeps asking me every time we go to dance class she's like and then we go on stage and I'm like that was like a special thing they do like once a year right so we're gonna have to wait but she wants to like play dance recital and like play dance class. That is I'm very so, theater girly. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 congratulations. You did good. You did good. <laughs> She's like, when does the spotlight right. come on? She's oh, like, <laughs> speaking of which, you know what she told me on the way home from her recital? She goes, I said, did you have so much fun, you know, performing? She goes, I love it. I, I, I want to go on stage again. I want to go one more time, one more time on stage. I want to go on stage with no other people. <gasps> oh. And I said, you mean like without the other kids, like just you? She goes, I want to go by myself. I said, that's called a solo. And she goes, I like solo. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. I am How screaming. Funny is that? You know I, what? That's period. She like didn't know what it was called, but she was like, what if it was She's like, what if everybody me? else left <laughs> and everybody watched me? What's, what's iconic is like, you so need to remember that because once she does get like her first lead or solo or some shit, you're going to have to tell her. She's going to be like, wow, I manifested Mes- this. Yeah. Manifested it at two and a half. That's so <laughs> funny. At two, she was like, this is cute, but just me. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> one more this time, was- one more time, but just me, baby. Right, right, right. <laughs> she goes, oh my God, let's do this again. But all of you guys, you go sit with your moms and stuff. Right. And watch me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I do love that. Because that. also, so relatable. Yeah. I'm like, me too. I know. Right? Ah, throw her in the back. She's one right, of us. Right. <laughs> right. That was like kind of like how it was with your sister when she started getting oh, yeah. into musical theater. Like, you were getting so like excited that she was. D- oh my like, God, it was great. Just the but fact- also, I feel like. <laughs> She, they had to be like she just had to be that way because we were so like that. But also, she did it way differently than I did. Mm. She's like still does musical theater, but it's so different than how I like my journey there. Yeah. But I was like, well, we did it. We got her here, so we did what we did what we needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing like we're gonna do auditions. What am I singing? I know callbacks. Like that- she'll call Ryan. I'm like, you have to got to call me. We don't live together anymore, so I need I to l- give me a call, Facetime. Literally, me. girl. How did the auditions go? <laughs> Literally, because. What song are we singing? Right. What are we doing? Right. God, I love theater I love so much. It. I know. <laughs> we just saw a show. Oh, you did? We just saw a show. I, yes. And it was so good. We saw my friend Sarah in it. She was great. It was a show that neither of us had seen before called She Loves Me. Mm-hmm. It's like an older, 
like very musical theater vibe and it was so good and she was like loved it so much like so happy to be seeing theater but I don't belong in the seats I belong behind the stage <laughs> and I was like yeah agree I was like S- watching the show was cute but like we belong behind the curtain I had a hair too many dirty Shirley's and I was really in my emotional theater vibes and yeah. like my f- heart was so full. I yeah. had like a friend out of from out of town and he's been in New York. So he came home for the holidays. And so we got to reunite and go see that show with Ryan. And I remember like sitting in that theater a little sad, but also happy, uh, yeah. happy, sad. You right. Know? That's what it was. One of those moments. Like I sat down and I like, like I looked I at my was friends. So happy to be like in this space watching a show. Like there was a live band. Like we it wa- was just uh, so. Dude, we walked into the theater and both me and Riley were like, "Do you smell that? It smells yeah. like wood, like the back of it." And it for like I think it was like the smell of ants. Like you know, like yeah, how, like, it just smelled like like backstage. I don't know. Yeah. You know that smell? It but, smelled like a dressing room. Yeah, yeah it but, smelled yeah, like that. It smelled like and we that. were like. We were just like so like oh my gosh this feels amazing. And I just remember great. sitting in the seats and hugging them and being like I just want to remember this moment so much. Like yeah. I'm here with like my people and just seeing something yeah. that make I just feel so alive and I was just like heart yeah. full like so It was very sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet. And it was in Hollywood too so it also just felt like you know, like we're yeah. doing the thing. It was just, yeah. But I was like, this is so good. Except, um, I wish it was me. Yeah, and and then <laughs> I was like, this is super cute, and I love this, but we don't belong here. Yeah, and I mean that. It's and it's giving grace. Yeah, yeah. love this. I but love this. But how do we just? Here. How do we do it? Just For me. me. Yeah, That's I would how I love felt. to be in a show. Oh my gosh, just hearing dude. you talk about that, I'm like, dude, I miss theater so much much. but what i love see because sometimes i still find myself like googling auditions and like let's be real at the stage i am in my life i am not a there's no way i could fit a show into my schedule however the time will come because what i love about theater you never age out right like right sports and stuff you know there is a timeline of like you know how long your body can do that and you have the ability Mm -hmm. i can do theater till i'm 90 right Mm -hmm. and i will be back Yes. Oh, well, once a theater kid, always a theater kid. Like that shit, like, it just, like, stays with you. Even if you don't actually participate in it anymore, like, that's still an active part of your lives. I mean, I I haven't done a show in a while. Two years, I think, maybe. Yeah. A year and a half. And I'm like, I need it. Like, fiending. I know. I crave it so much. I just truly look for that community within those people so much. Mm -hmm. It just feels so good. And, like, I saw on my TikTok uh, for you page, it was the moment after the curtains closed. Oh, and it showed all the girls, like, hugging each other after. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That feeling of, like, the curtains closed and the cast is just, like, hugging each other. Yeah. It feels so it's too much love it's so sickening and it's just so much bonding and i also saw a video that they say that like when people sing together or like dance together it's just like in unison in unison Mm -hmm. it just like really bonds you together Mm -hmm. on like a different level and i'm like that has to be real because there's no way because like why am i sobbing yeah after this like lame is has just closed like uh, why do i feel like it's the end of the world literally end of the world well that's why we all would get on facebook and write our like eight paragraph long (laughs) end of a show post right we created something truly magic on stage together and something that will stay with me forever and you know what it does stay with you forever and and it was beauty and the beast jr yeah (laughs) And I was dancing plate number seven. And it was bad. (laughs) It was goddamn 
like Susical the musical girl. Literally. Chasing the who's. L- like, bro. why? And I'm like, this is the magic. This, the, yeah. But it does, it makes you feel something even if it's bad. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Before we move on to the next topic, just because I have to know, um, what is, what do you think is the worst show you were ever in? <laughs> oh my God. Also, if you're a theater girly in the comments, please. Oh my God, yes. please, please. Please let please, us please. know. Because there was one show I was in and my mom used to like, she, she would come to like most of the shows, you know, if we had like a weekend or two weekends of shows, mm-hmm. she'd try to come to a lot of them. And there was one time, one, one production of Snow White that I was in, and I think I was in Snow White like three times. Mm-hmm. And there was one where she told me, she was like, it's not very good. Yeah. You know, I think I'm yeah. just going to come to one or two. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to sit through. She didn't tell me then. She told me like a couple years later when I was in, I think then I was in Snow White again. And she's like, yeah, the last time you were in it, it was really hard to sit through. Mm. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. There was just a, it was a singing heavy show, the yeah. version we oh, did. Oh, and the singing was bad. And the singing was very bad. Yeah. It's. That's that's rough when you rely, when the show relies on singing when and it's the into the woods ba- and Ugh. and it's not a good cast you're like oh that's we gonna rough. be that's here for three hours <laughs> no, of singing into the woods I feel oh like my God, me seeing that woods. one one time I was like oh boy this Les can't Mis be this can't be bad like this, it just can't it's too long yeah Les Mis is like that too and like yeah. also the songs of Les Mis are like hard <gasps> it's just so. songs I think it's also weird from like a backstage perspective of seeing so many of are working so many of the shows over and over again is it's wor- it's worse. Don't get me wrong. A bad show is bad. If you're like, oh, <laughs> we're gonna be here for a bit. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm being paid to dissociate and point a spotlight. Right. Um, right. Which is great. Get the, get the bag. Right. But what's worse is because if you genuinely love theater, most of those people end up in those positions. Yeah. And right. So it's when they're almost getting there. They're yes. almost good. Oh, yes. They're reaching for it, but it's not quite there. And you're yes. just because you're in anticipation for like two and a half hours. Like, right. You're like, oh, mm, oh. oh. Okay. <sighs> Yeah. I think the worst show I ever did was 13, the musical. (laughs) Who were you in 13? I was Brett. You were Brett? Yeah. Who's Brett? I don't know the musical, the characters. The bully boy. Yeah. The bad guy. Oh. (laughs) They typecasted you. You you didn't even open your mouth. You walked into the audition room and they were like, like, villain. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, we have some experience of with some theater companies who like they really just they really just see you. you and they just see you. Yeah. yeah, I also was the like very tall, so you know. Yeah, they needed someone. Yeah, they was. had to give that, and it was like fine, whatever. And yeah. well, be- and because of that, I was single cast. Everybody else was double cast, but because like I was the only oh, one that could do that, so I loved that, dude. That yeah. was like the biggest flex when everyone's double cast and there's like two people who aren't, and you're like, yeah, it's because I'm the best. Yeah, and they couldn't double cast me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm I the told only everybody. one who could do this role. Right. So sorry. Oh, I yeah. wish I could have seen that. My little okay. brother was in thirteen. <laughs> oh, when he was thirteen, and he was Evan, and he Scream. went. He went through puberty during like <laughs> the rehearsal process. Tragic, tragic, tragic. So he auditioned, singing, you know, thirteen, everything right. switches, and then. 13. 13. Oh, yeah. Was oh. that? He did great, though. Oh, good, oh, good, Love good, you, good, Austin. Good. But good. he, there were some notes that he was able to reach in the audition that he could not reach at that, the performance. That yeah. happens. And that happens, especially in community theater, where you have, like, kids those age going through that. Or, like, doing the musical 13, you have kids, like, literally at that age. And you're like, yeah. well, Well, at least for 13, it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. T. My worst show probably was when I was a little girl and I was in Sleeping Beauty Jr. And just, mm. I feel like once you just start 
di- dipping your toes into the juniors. The junior, I was yeah. literally There's about to just say like that. Cinderella Junior. Those just like just you just and I think as always it's junior, so it's for the younger cast, and so it's just a lot. You're just working with a lot more younger kids, and mm-hmm. I feel like the parents are leaning more into the fun of the kids than the actual production, and it's right. a little tough when you are like trying to like trying do to put on a Broadway yeah. production <laughs> in the community. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the community theater space. I'm sure. like 12 years old and I'm like, this just won't do. You're and like, I, this is my big break. Yeah. Right. And you guys need to step it up. Right. Now, who were you in this terrible production of Sleeping Beauty Jr.? I got cast as Maleficent. So it was Period. one of my... Period. It was one of my very first leads. Like, right. I was like, holy sh... I'm the lead bad girl. Right. Typecast as me. They always wanted to put me as like bad girl. Because I right. was... Same. Like, I was like, either villain or crazy lady. Right. And honestly, I'm going to, I've spoken about this. I think that it's because the three of us have such strong personalities and it's really hard to cast people that have that like strong essence. Right. And I remember like in Hairspray, they were like, I wanted to be Penelope Pingleton so bad. Sorry to sidebar, but I was like so badly. And I remember talking to the director and he was like, I'm so sorry, but like you didn't look like you could be like taken advantage. You were like Amber. You were just confident. I was like, I was being smiley. He's like, but you were smiley confident and you looked like you could have killed me. So I was like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. But like. Typecast. Typecast. Yeah. And you just yeah. have a strong energy. So yeah. I was Maleficent and my brother actually, what's funny about, fun about this one was my brother was always like the sports kid. So like I was a theater kid and right. always at his games. Right. He ended up breaking his arm that year. So oh. he got, he didn't get to do like sports that year. And my mom yeah. was like, you need to think of something to sign up for, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, David, the musical auditions for Sleeping Beauty are coming up. Please, right. you should do it. Like you're a boy. They're going to cast you is what I told right. him. And that always happens. Which is also a whole nother thing. Which yeah. is a whole, whole nother thing. So I was like david please 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 i'm begging you and he's like okay fine 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 he gets dragged to the audition right and they're like what are you gonna sing you know like you right. never have the song totally. and he, they're like just sing happy birthday so yep. there he yeah. goes sings coming. happy birthday <laughs> yeah and he gets cast as the young prince oh my right i right. young right. me was like this is your first audition right. you get a mic <laughs> you, get, you get a mic you get a mic yeah. you get lines and yep. oh by the way you come on stage before i do I was like, mom, this is so unfair. I can't believe it. Right. But that was like my story of my life. I was always going to auditions and they always wanted my brother because they always want boys. Like, I we could talk we could really go into those no, stories oh, of, yeah. of, of, of literally being at an, at an audition and they were like oh you're so cute but like your brother might have that look that we're really really right. and I'm like alright cool I love this that look right. aka is male right right <laughs> is male yeah is male yep which do you guys think that still nowadays it's like as like hard to find guys or do you think more men are just like in that I feel like it's I feel like there's still I, f- I feel like there's still like a absence yeah of i feel like the ratio is still still like heavily more like female but i think that more men do theater now like i definitely think there's more involvement but the ratio is like i still think like pretty astronomical right (laughs) yeah which is interesting because like so much in the shows are like boys you're like so much of the musicals are literally based on men based on men based on like romance and like you know and I'm like yeah well if you know that we don't have any boys maybe we shouldn't be doing Fiddler on the Roof I don't know (laughs) you know what I mean like maybe we shouldn't be trying to cast newsies Newsies. right now they are always trying to do newsies and you're like all right, all the girls are boys yeah but then and it's like fine right like cast girls that's so fine fine. but then when they don't want to do that I'm like so then why are we doing this like you should have done a show that literally is Little Women maybe try that one right yeah not newsies guys anyway (laughs) <laughs> we could talk about theater for literally hours i oh god i literally could talk about it forever it's my maybe favorite thing. maybe we need to do another, another theater, theater episode, episode soon because it's been a minute it yeah, has it's been well, a minute yeah yeah i don't think we did it 
when did we i think we did it in the the first year yeah i don't think yeah (gasps) it's been so long we got to do it and again. clearly we have plenty to say. I, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation really, never I, ends. I truly don't think we had any plans of talking about theater no, today. No, no. We had a couple bullet points of things we wanted to hit. None of those were theater. You know what we did want to talk about, though, mm. was some of the uh, the pop culture-y things that have gone on in like the past couple weeks. Ah, uh, yes. There's been some tea. The yeah. TikTok news. TikTok <laughs> news. Yes. I have been seeing so much stuff about the Matt Reif controversy. Yeah. Are you guys, how deep are you guys in? I, I need to get some 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 back info because I've only some seen some like little analyzing the situation. So like now I'm right. like I know probably why he's doing it, but I don't know what he did. I was like, right. mm, okay. You just know it's bad. Right. Yeah. The girls yeah. are upset. Yeah. And pro- and, and so we're upset. So we're mad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm tell pretty, me why we're mad. I'm pretty like I know I know what's going on. I don't think I'm updated, but like I was TikTok was letting me know. So, yeah. Give me a, who is Matt Reif? Mm. For, for those who don't know. Okay. So tea. Matt Reif is a comedian. Okay. I believe he was also on like an MTV show before that, Wild and Out. Oh, right. And um, he has blown up in the last year or so on TikTok doing crowd work. Okay. So his interactions with the audience. And he's, he's made a very female heavy audience. A lot of people think it's because he's very attractive. Maybe I have different tastes. I don't find him very attractive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when I said that to Steven, Steven's like, what are you talking about? He's so, he's like a god. And I was like, <laughs> right. He, right. To me, okay, he that's looks your type, like, but not mine. <laughs> he looks like a handsome Squidward. Squidward, I've seen that. Oh, that's what he looks like. Got, and yeah. like, that that's handsome for Squidward. <laughs> like that, like, handsome Squidward Right, it's not even gives. Squidward, it's giving handsome, handsome Squidward. And, 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 and that, lo- that worked for him. It does not work for Mr. Matt Rife. Mm. <laughs> Respectfully. Disrespectfully, actually. What the fuck? Yeah. Disrespectfully. Disrespectfully. To you. <laughs> so, a lot, he's gained this following. Some people say, you know, oh, he's not even that funny. He's just attractive. Some people are like, no, he's very charismatic. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the audience loves him. And he mm-hmm. posts these, you know, clips on TikTok that go super viral. So, he had been doing that for a while. He recently got a Netflix special. Okay. And this Netflix special... Uh, one of the things he said in an interview was, I wanted to prove that this, like, I'm not just a comedian for the girls. Like, this special is more for, like, men than it is for women. Okay. Sure. Sure. Right. Uh, very much at the expense of women. Uh-huh. He opens the show with a domestic violence joke in which the punchline is, women get hit because they can't cook. That's the punchline. Mm. And here's the thing. He's now taken this angle of, you can't joke about anything nowadays, mm-hmm. which... Yawn, you're yeah. just not funny. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, that's really what it is. You you can make edgy jokes, but they need to be funny and creative. That's just like a joke straight out of the 1950s. Right. right. That's also not funny. No. Right. Like, domestic violence isn't funny. It's not funny. But like... If you can make it funny, the people will laugh. But it's not funny. Well, and that's why there's there's not it's not a joke. Oftentimes, to make it funny, it's the juxtaposition of people think you're going to make a joke like that, and then you flip it on its head. Right. Mm-hmm. May, when I because I watched the clip of it, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna have on. a little switcheroo. Nope, that's the joke. Mm. He gets backlash for that and for other things in this special, but more so than the backlash, what I saw a lot of on TikTok was it's just not funny. It's yeah. just not funny. He's just not, like, that funny. And maybe, and his crowd work is really good. And that's what mm. people have seen on TikTok. But, like, he's, like, in a full-length comedy special, maybe he's not that funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, what like stand he did, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. what he did next to me was the nail in the coffin. Unforgivable. So he posted on Instagram saying, for those who have been upset about the jokes that I've made in my special, here's a link to my official apology. I don't think I know what you're you about You don't to know say. what I'm going to oh say? God, no. The link was to a website that sells special needs helmets. <gasps> yeah. That was his response. And he really thought he did something. Yep. So You're just so not funny. So not funny. I was literally about to be like, and again. So disgusting. Not if you want to stand by your not funny jokes, stand by it and say nothing. Right. Yeah. You just made, you literally just made it so much worse. So much worse. Mm. So distasteful. Again, so not funny. Right. Yeah. Oof. That's so tough. Mm. It's yeah. so like, because also before pre-apology thoughts was like, if your whole fan base is win, who cares? First of all, if you're making your money and you're doing your thing and everybody's happy, why are you upset that your fan base is women? Because yeah. like, if you're not funny and men don't find you funny, let's just say, because now you've lost everybody. Because yeah. now you've made a joke about women, all them women gone. Yeah. Yeah. What? And the video that I saw talking about this, and because I, I, and I honestly stayed to listen because I had been scrolling so much and just kept seeing his name over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me listen to somebody and get some sort of gist. And it was this woman basically like dissecting why he was doing this or like the psyche about it. And they were like, right. this gentleman has like an audience pre-female and like he just wants to be seen probably as like a real comedian Mm -hmm. and so right and he's realizing that his followers are just following him because of his looks right so and also also his looks are fake that's the take it from like he's literally like surgery plastic surgery up and like do you think girl i don't give a fuck i same but like right he's denying it oh he's denying it and to be mad that people think he's attractive like girl you made yourself like that for people to think you're attractive like yeah so huh yeah there was a whole bit between um not his plastic surgeon but a uh a plastic surgeon who has a presence on tiktok because this is where i first heard who matt rife was yeah like um, a couple months ago uh where he the surgeon made a you know funny little 12 second clip like walking through his office to one of the trending sounds and it said something to the effect of like when you create the most perfect jawline yes. and your client immediately gets canceled. And everyone was in the comments because yes. this happened around the same time tagging Matt Rife. Right. And Matt Rife was like going in the comments of this guy's Twitter, his Instagram, his TikTok being like, That's, uh, that violates HIPAA. And it's like, it's not your doctor. <laughs> and he never said right. your name. And Aww. now you're exposing yourself. Yep. And also, also red flag. If I, if, if you, when you see celebrities in the comments of other things, like going off and like replying to people, I'm like, you're, you've lost. Yeah. You've lost. <laughs> and he would rather like talk shit about women and like, just to like hope that the men would like take him for real. Right. That now, that now nobody wants to take you for real. Right. Now you're a joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and then there's the whole other element to it of the canceled podcast, Brooke Schofield stuff. Do With you know Tana? about that? Yes. 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 Please, please, please. So, uh, a while back, Tana and Brooke on their mm-hmm. podcast called Canceled had Matt Rife as a guest. Okay. 
And there have been clips resurfacing from it. One of my favorites is Matt Reif saying, you know, the only reason people hate someone is because they're jealous of them. That's it. If you hate someone, it's because you're jealous. And Tana goes, so do you think people are jealous of Osama bin Laden? Oh, but, but <laughs> she got him so good. She got so quiet. She was like, that's so crazy. You know what? You're so right. Da, da, da. You know, do you really just... Do you think people, like, very earnestly? Right. She, she, her comedic timing. So, clips start resurfacing of this podcast, and Tana and Brooke, especially Brooke, are, you know, kind of defending Matt. Right. You know? And then it comes out that Brooke had dated Matt Reif previously, and there was, like, a code name they used on the podcast for a guy who was Matt Reif. And, like, from when they did that podcast, like, they had already dated before that. Right. He was dating other people at the same time. Brooke got connected with these other girls. They all were in a group chat. They figured out the timeline. She, Brooke comes out and now says all of this. Right. And says, I can't believe I was like defending you. I can't believe it puts him on blast. Talks about it all on her podcast. And he has blocked her and all of this stuff. You know, I love that. Well, and it's like they were seeing each other. He went on a trip and then he ne- or he said, oh, I'll like I'll be there tonight. And he never showed up. So yes. he just like yep. ghosted. ghosted. He went yep. full ghost and then went on their podcast and pretended like they'd never met. Yeah. So the episode that was like filmed way before of the Tana, Matt and mm-hmm. Brooke just completely like he's just sitting there being like, I've never met either of you before. And Brooke's sitting there like being so nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's and there was crazy. also all this other stuff of like he had gone on another podcast while she was seeing him mm. and like talked really degradingly about women's bodies and especially like things that related to her and like oh. her genitals. Oh. And like Ew. she was like watching it back like that's is this is this play about us? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. And um just like disrespect and a ton of things like that. So she, you know, talks about it on her podcast. Mm-hmm. And then he unblocks her and texts her Brooke, it's MR. First of all, just like that. <sighs> and she just responds with the link that he posted on his story of the special needs helmets. Right. Oh. And then she posted it to Twitter. Zinga. I love the pettiness. <laughs> I yeah. do like the pettiness. And it's and it's pettiness. nice that you can send that link to just be like, by the way, but also No, literally. <laughs> so wow. that has been I have been so I haven't been invested in drama like this in so long. <laughs> It's kind of fun. It's it's kind of fun. I was I was like I kind of feel like Ryan during Drama Geddon, dude. Like I was watching like tea spill videos on it. It I there's something about it because I just like it's one thing to like see the information as it comes in, you know, and watch the TikToks when they come or whatever, yep. or even like search out your own information. But when these people put it in all the information you need to know in a 30 minute video, giving you the tea, the timelines, the information, the backstory, the spark notes, bro. It's iconic. And now I know, and I didn't have to scroll through 45 TikToks for part one, 45, this, this, That's this. That's what I need to look into. It's girl. Do you guys have like a YouTuber that does like covers that? Like, I oh, haven't. It's just keeping you up with the pop culture and stuff I guess like Tea Spill. I, yeah. The, I don't really watch drama channels anymore, but Tea Spill and Here for the Tea. I don't think Here for the Tea makes videos anymore, which is sad. Miss you, girl, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Loved Here for the Tea. But yeah, I think Tea Spill is probably the one. And, uh. Rich Lux, but I don't really, I don't think that's vetted. I wouldn't watch Rich Lux. T Spill's the one that I've been watching. And okay. she just did a face reveal. Yes, that was a big deal. Yeah. Oh, they because don't show them. She had, no. And she used like a voice modulator. Vo- yep. Because they just show like cool. pictures and clips because they're just referencing like information. And they're also kind of, they're not talking shit, but they're, 
Definitely. And and they're like, I, I was connected with so-and-so. Like, I got a close connect. So they kind of have to be a little bit chill because... So now that there's, like, the face reveal, like... There's no anonymity. An- I don't know. An- 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 yeah. yeah. And then anemone. Anemone is really strong. <laughs> Literally. But I feel like Teesville at this point has like, like she's like an icon now. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. like. And I feel like she's generally pretty like. Yeah. She's neutral. Not, yeah. She approaches things like very respectfully. And yeah. she's simply giving the facts. So like, I don't feel dirty watching her. Right. Got Especially got like right. the Matt Rife coverage. Right. Right. Which I think part of the reason I was so interested in this is steven was like a fan of matt rife from mm. the tiktok clips right because steven and i always show each other tiktoks and he would show me like clips of matt rife's crowd work right he's like oh my god this comedian like he's blowing up he's so funny and i was always like i don't i don't like him mm. like even like he came to san diego and some of steven's friends wanted to go see him and i was like i'm out i just yeah. don't yeah the vibes yeah, are the vibes, the vibes are, are off and now i feel vindicated and now steven's like i cannot believe i ever like liked this guy right you know right but i feel like i'm not usually the best judge of character <laughs> really <laughs> i don't think i'm a good like usually i just I'm i don't just know like down or like tr- i just like- kind of like everyone <laughs> until i'm given a reason not to which you right. should which is absolutely but there was ab- something yeah. about matt rife where even my like horrible radar of who's a good person <laughs> right. was like ding 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 god I-, I think you're really something i admire about you that i strive to do more of is you either you inherently do it or you've practiced doing it but you take things at face value there are some people that just can tell yeah and i partially feel like i sometimes can tell too and i don't know what it is but like sometimes you'll just meet and i'm like there's nothing wrong but the vibe just didn't feel as like i I don't know it's it's just a vibe yeah and i never pick up on vibes sometimes Mm. and i'm like Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Like, for sure, but I don't know. Yeah, me too. I th- I think I I don't ever really recognize it in the moment as, like, feeling weird. Mm. But I just, like, feel weird. And I'm like, maybe I'm just weird. Which is literally... Like, maybe it's just me. <laughs> All the time. Uh, I, <laughs> like, maybe I was so stupid just now. Like, you know, maybe I, like, said something and felt weird or, like, made a face and it was weird. Like, and I just put it on myself until I, I do something. You. And then right. I'm like, right, it I'm, was you because I'm, I'm perfect. Dude, I'm constantly like gaslighting myself. I'm like, it's me, it's yeah, me, it's me, it's me. I'm like, Paloma, you're already. I'm like, that was so weird, Paloma. You're weird. I'm like, right. So that's probably what it was. Right. So you guys are picking up on it, but you're shoving it back and you know, kind of putting Be- it on yourself. And put, yeah, and, yeah. And because thinking it's something because I, there's no. I can't be like, oh, it's because they said this or they did this. Mm-hmm. It's just so I don't have I don't have anywhere to place it. You don't so have I, anything concrete. Yeah, I can just be like, well, they were weird, but like that's not really fair. So it's giving. Yeah. A so problem. it's like, oh, I'm I'm weird. I was just me. Yeah. 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 Because I'm not going to be like, oh, they were giving weird and I don't know what it is, but mm, and right, if you I can't explain like it. it, it's like, yeah, if I, don't I can't explain it, I don't want to. I, I really it, like know? to live by like what you said. I don't, I want to trust people and like give them the benefit of the doubt until like they give me another otherwise. What yeah. the hell is that like until you give me another reason? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. A reason to giving not trust people you. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 I'm, you guys know I'm always giving them over the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people, I have a hard time giving benefit of the doubt too. You mentioned uh, earlier today Jason Nash in the last. Live battles. Oh my yes. god! Have you guys been keeping up with any of that? I okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I saw this girl like stitch a TikTok of like somebody else's TikTok screen recording of Jason Nash like battling some random guy, and I haven't seen. I forgot he even existed. Like Jason Nash, I'm like who? Forgot? Yeah. Like totally forgot? Because the last time I saw him was when he was dating Trisha Paytas, and that was. 
a tragedy of a relationship just yeah. like unfolding on the internet. So tragic. She was so sad and he was so mean to her. It was terrible. Uh. Um, so that was the last time I saw him. And that was like years ago. Yeah. That was like three or four years ago. And I saw him and I was like, who is this man? Like I know him. And then I was like, oh, this is like David Dobrik's like guy. But they're like not got friends anymore because of whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't even know that tea. I don't know any of the David Dobrik tea. And I think it's better that way. Yeah. Um, so I was watching this TikTok and she was like, ever since David Dobrik like kicked Jason Nash like out of the tea, he's been like on TikTok live, like basically begging for money. And everybody's like, so and he's got like teenage kids. Like, it's just like embarrassing, you know? And here's the thing. Like, get your bag. Right. You know? But right. I feel like there should be something else to the live stream other than begging for donations. It's literally like, okay, guys, like, like this, let's get 4,500 likes and like, oh, yeah, yeah, It's like just, and it's chaotic. And you can tell he literally just like, all right, guys, get us to 45,000 likes and like, crack. He's also not doing anything. Oh, He's just, just like yelling in the, yeah. in the camera. He's like, I've never had to do anything before. What do I do? Just give me money. Like, you know, literally. Yeah. And, and I don't know this gentleman, so I don't know what his line of, cause, but you're saying David Dobrik, so I'm assuming he's like a creator. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he, like, he's he like an YouTube established videos, like, creator. Yeah. What, what, what was, what's like his niche or his like bit? His, his shtick, I know from like the vlog squad was that he was like the old guy. He's, he's like older. In his yeah. 50s? I think he's in his fifties. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Cause like usually like creators are like, oh, I, I lifestyle, I this. And he's right. like not used to showing what he usually shows. He's like, oh, I literally just have to ask for money. Cause I don't usually have to do anything and yeah, but. I, that's become like a whole niche on tiktok live is just people doing these battles where they like are trying to get the most donations 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 what get, do they call well, it i get i don't know it's not a, like, no it's donation, not a donation. It's, it's like, like to a, like a charity right, yeah right. it's like a it's similar a to the ice cream like ooh, ice cream so yummy people oh the, 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 <laughs> similar, uh, what are they calling in currency uh, NPCs? NPCs. 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 so it's yeah. when you're they're acting like so NPC is a non-playable character. So like imagine like what's a video game you used to play? No, I, like like literally like Nintendogs or something. Yeah, yeah, right. And you'd like walk up to the groomer and they'd be like, "Hi, thanks for bringing your dog. Would you like me to wash it?" I like right. seeing that, but not knowing what it is. That's and it's what just it is. Over. And you, do you that's know? why they say the same shit over My and over. FYP has me on look uh, NPCs though with um like Latina moms. So they'll be like, mm, "Gracias, una rosa, una rosa, una rosa," and I'm like. What is going? What's going on? And she's like uh, an old, old, older woman, yes, like this yeah. abuela, like she's right. Rosa. I'm like, oh my god, this is like bizarre. But it's, also get the coins, and it's working. And she's at least doing something other than like, come here, we can get five more roses, and then I'll yeah, whatever. And then and but he does nothing. It's just yeah. so. Then he should do the NPC then, and just yeah. like, he should do something. He should do literally anything. Yeah, would be better than what he's doing. He's now. really doing the go girl. Give us nothing actually yeah. mm, and also like looking so unwell i'm like sir i can put the camera down oh do you put think the well, camera down kind of got to play into that a little bit right now like please uh, help me help me i got kids to feed <laughs> yeah that's kind of what it's giving that's but that's tough it is yeah. tough. And, and and maybe he's not in his prime anymore like maybe it's giving like he's still trying to like grasp, hold on yeah. to the the fame and it's like just write a book i don't know like expose david dobrik do something i don't know like <laughs> do something you know how yeah. many people would buy a book you would know he was in the whole crew make an exposed video i don't know 
Yeah. I'm or, not, like, try something new. Or, like, do yeah. something different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let, turn on the camera. Pour some cereal. You know, there Talk is one something. TikTok live streamer that I do watch frequently, uh, and he unboxes Pokemon cards. That's right. it. It's called Kraken Hits, and it's just the camera Kraken on his hits. hands. Right. Over and over again, opening the Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Love it. I've, I've, I've sent, you know, the little things. Right. Yeah. The little, the, the little the roses, roses or whatever. Roses or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the, on, the only live stream that I watch and that I've sent the little coins and whatever to. Yep. I, yep. Because I get so much joy from it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. oh, it's been a long day. Let me just watch right. someone open some Pokemon cards. And right. question, sending the roses, do you have to pay to send roses or coins or how does that work? You actually? get a certain amount of like free ones. Okay. And cool. then you can oh. pay. Okay. Oh, I was, never, I was, I, I didn't know how much they were, some, but I could tell that I could like for free. So I'll literally just go. Me too. I literally yeah. just watch the heart thing. Yeah, yeah. I watch the little heart thing go up and I'm like, all right, I gave. But Dude, yeah. but I don't you know, know what else to- crazy that always gets me is that like, they will show me a lot of really weird TikTok lives, you know, as you're scrolling through yeah. the thing. Yeah. And I always feel so conflicted because I want to click on it because I'm like, what the hell is this? But then I'm like, I don't want TikTok to think that I like this. Yeah. Yes. And it thinks I like NPCs. Yep. Yeah. So now every time I scroll, mm, Lizzie, I'm like, <laughs> you guys, stop. If we could get that uh, zoomed in on, on that action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's for my uh, pre, uh, pre-OnlyFans content. <laughs> mm, Lizzie. <laughs> has there been any other like pop culture stuff that has just been sucking you guys in right lately? I've just, I mean, I've just been so on TikTok. Like, I feel like I just see, oh, the only thing, now that I'm here, Five Nights at Freddy's. What is that? It's like a scary like game that kids play, and they oh. made a movie. I don't know. With oh. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, he's oh. in the movie. I don't really know. My brother is like so into that. Gotcha. But like I saw, there's like, I again, I don't know anything about it other than like the name and that it's like kind of scary and like it's for kids. Okay. But like from what I've seen because of like the re- like the remakes of these TikToks is that like there's a song that they do and then they like move like this. I don't know what that is, but I've seen it so many times. Trisha Paytas has done it 40 times <laughs> and I have seen it and I'm like, I wish she would just stop doing that because I don't understand what's going on. And also like, why is this the thing? That's the only thing that's been happening for me. And I dislike it a lot. So I think they're moving like that because they're animatronics. Oh, it's, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So I think. This, oh, yeah. They're scary. Yeah, like it's come like, to life. Mm, it's like they're like Chuck E. Cheese style animatronics that have like the soul of like a dead person in them. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah. And then they made it into a movie. OK. And even my brother was like he was like talking to me about it. But then he called it like FNAF. Which is Five Nights at Freddy's. But I was like, what's FNAF? And then my sister was like, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Avery's like so into it right now. So she just like says a thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> FNAF. So that's uh, that. that. Uh, all over your For You page, much to your dismay. Yes. I want to tell TikTok, please stop showing I know. me this. And it's like, but you keep engaging with it. You're like, ah, oh, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, right. <laughs> right. You're like sharing How do it I to- say not interested? Yeah. Right, right. There's an option. I know. I need there to is. remember to do that. Yeah. I don't do it like ever. But I'm like, I, I really need to, need to tell do that. them. Especially when I get some like, oh, absolutely like, like not for me. things. Like, yeah. it's very clear that you were just putting on this to see if I would engage and see if this is what I'm into. No. Next. I actually hate this. <laughs> yeah. Not no, interested. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I honestly have been so like, just like 
re-binge watching Sex in the City. Like that show is actually a show that my mom used to watch while I was growing up, but I was like never allowed to watch it. Like right. she's in the room, pause. Well, even it has sex in the title. Yes. Right. I, that alone, I was like, yeah. I remember like seeing like the Ooh. DVD case cover and being like, look away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, not sex. And, and, and you know, well, my, my parents are watching Sex in the City. Like that's their right. show or whatever. And right. so like, I remember growing up and being like, when I'm older, I'm going to watch an episode of Sex in the City and all that right. stuff. And then they started like putting it on TV and I was like, oh, here we go. But right. they have put it on HBO. They have put all of the seasons in addition to like the the following, which by the Is way, a new, there's the a new, new just and just like that, which, right. oh my gosh, I love it. I am so invested because I want more. But anyways, right. um, all to say that. This show, I was like thinking of you girls. I was like, Aww. wow, this is like us girls just like right. living our lives. And like, we are so much the same and going through so much. And like, but like at the same time, there's like so many different things. And like, right. it just like, I am, there's an episode that's like really sticking with me where the girls go to a baby shower. And um, Charlotte is this girl that like wants to be pregnant so bad, but she's been trying and can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Carrie's like actually expecting her period to come, but she hasn't yet. So she's like, oh my gosh, maybe I am going to like be a mom. Right. Just like those like thoughts of like, am I going to this? Am I going to that? And you watch these girls like go to this baby shower and it's this whole thing. And it ends up being like hurt feelings for one of the girls because she took, she stole her baby name and she hasn't been able right. to have a baby just yet you know and so like that it's a current certain chord and there's this girl the badass miss samantha and Period. samantha was like listen you know like just like it's great to celebrate this but we also have to celebrate like other things because there are traditional things and non-traditional things like right. right now i'm celebrating that i am like just dating the hottest guy or whatever like it just right. it whatever it is to you it can be so small it can be so large but just like really like celebrating different wins and that was getting mm -hmm. me in my mind where I was like wow we're like at different ages and like celebrating different stuff you know right. like yeah. just so and it's just interesting to see and I just thought of us and I was like wouldn't it be nice if like we brought it to the pod and we could like celebrate like small wins big wins and everything in between right and with this new year we've been chatting and it's time that we celebrate the traditional the non-traditional and like the small and the big so um, we are going to be implementing this Woo Girl Minute. Yes. Yes. This is yes. a new segment we want to try out. We're yes. so excited about it. We were just talking about that and how, like, you know, I feel like we we celebrate a lot of the big stuff mm -hmm. at this stage in our lives. But there's so many little things in between. Yeah. And it can be significant. It can be small. It can be anything in between. And we just want to have, like, a, a moment in the podcast at the end of the show to connect with you guys and celebrate something that you feel proud of. And it could be like, I just graduated college. Or it could be like, I got out of bed today and right. that's been really hard for me. Yep. Right. We, whatever it is, like the big, the small, everything in between, this is just a little moment for us to bring out our inner woo girl. Yeah, yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. And we're such woo girls that we I feel are. like this is, this is the job for us. Literally. Yeah. Like, babe, tell me you passed that test or, right. or you literally just showed up to something. Like, yeah. literally, it can. And that's the thing. Like, it's tough because, like, it, in that show, like, you're saying, like, we're only celebrating, like, traditional stuff. And there's so many other things that, like, you don't celebrate. Like, for yeah. example, I have mentioned to you guys about wanting to get a dog. And right. so when I do get that puppy... 
that's like going to be a huge thing for me. And like Sierra said, I'm going to have a pup shower. Yes. Because that's my baby. And like, you know, and I don't want to like be like, oh, well, that's not really a baby or whatever and stuff like that. Because obviously that will happen and that's so lame or whatever. But like to me, it is special and it's something that we have been working for and looking towards, which is like a whole thing. So I'll save it for the next episode and give you the tea on it. Please. Um, But yeah, let's celebrate it all. Yeah. So we're re- we're really excited to like try out this new little segment. We have a lot of stuff that we're wanting to kind of like refresh for yeah. the new year. Yes, yeah. Yes. I feel like January is always a really good time to kind of do that and like reassess everything. One of the other things that we're revamping is how we approach the group chat because mm-hmm. um, we want it to be more like community driven and not just like us, you know, on the text line with you guys, but mm-hmm. like everyone together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the things that we do want to keep from the group chat is having something in every episode where we get to connect with you guys yeah. mm-hmm. and shout you guys out. And so that's where we were like, okay, the woo girl moment, that can be like the every episode thing. Yes. yes. So we're going to be putting our text line on hold for now. So when we do want to source these things, you can use the YouTube comments. You can follow us on Instagram because we'll have dedicated posts for those. And we'll be posting a link for Google Forms where you can share the longer stories and give us all of the juicy tea. Yeah, I think this will be a good way to like make the interaction more a more accessible because there mm-hmm. are more ways that you can do it than just like texting and you have to be in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But also so that you guys can talk to each other and especially like sharing those like woo girl minutes in the comments on YouTube or on Instagram, like, comment with each other's too. Right. Like, interact with yeah. those, mm-hmm. encourage each other. We want the the group chat interaction to really feel like it's a group chat. We're all together. We're all supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is just a good way for if you are, like, in your 20s or in your 30s, like, there is so much life happening and it's so easy to overlook things that, you know, are, are a big deal for you or just wins for yourself. It's easy to downplay those and be like, well, you know, it's I'm not... I didn't get a raise or I didn't didn't have a baby or get married, but it's like, those things are great, but also getting out of bed is great. Yeah. Making your Make, coffee at home is great. Making a dentist appointment. Oh yeah. my gosh. Making a dentist appointment. I, I will comment when I finally do. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that is such, something no, that I right. know that I'm like, girl, you have got to do this. And when you do it, and when I it'll do be it, such a win. Exactly. And that's enough to celebrate. I know. Yeah. And so we want, we want this to be like, Life is already hard, so let's celebrate the small things and the big things, too. It's not like we're not going to, yeah. you know, yeah. celebrate your marriage or, you know, your yeah, things yeah. like that. But I think it's just important because everyone is dealing with something different. Everyone's win is a win for everyone yes. else. Yeah. So, so let us know in the comments yes. what you are celebrating this week, be it big or small. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan, you have our first... Woo Girl Minute, right? Okay, I have the first one here. We want to dedicate this first ever 20-whatever Woo Girl Minute to Morgan, who says, I advocated for myself at my job and asked for a raise. I'm really bad at sticking up for myself and speaking my mind, so this was huge for me. This year, I also had to advocate for myself while going through some health scares, so I've made a lot of progress. Woo! (laughs) Morgan, we're so proud of you. That's yes. hard to do. Uh, Morgan girl. Asking for a raise. Uh, I'd advocating rather, I, for yourself. Dude, that's so hard. Oh, especially with the health. Oh my gosh. Oh, like no, being out and like yeah. telling your doctor and stuff like that. You're like, no, for real. Can you double check? You know? Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Morgan. that's huge. That's huge. That's, I that's mean, a big win. That's a huge win. Congratulations, huge win. Morgan. You're on your way. <laughs> oh, 
I love that. I know. And so I'll, sweet. I do like ending on this really great note. Yeah. I know. It's a super, super positive way to end an episode. This is great. And please make sure to comment something that you are proud of for yourself this yes. week. Please comment. We want to celebrate. And thank you guys again so much for watching this week's episode. And make sure to be following us on TikTok and Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.